big welcome back to Living in the 60s. This is Craig. Tom's with me. I sure am. Attaboy, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Every generation can claim they had movies that impacted their generation. And I've got to say, the 60s really are no different. No different. So in this episode, Tom and I are going to take a look at the Oscar winners and other movies that impacted our great generation. You know, Craig, first, let's take a look at some of the fun places that we enjoyed in the 60s as moviegoers. Now, back then, it was just as much fun. We had so much fun. People in our area and towns throughout the U.S. experience single-scene movie theaters like the Terrace Theater in Robbinsdale. The seats were metal backs, and they had cushions in them. They were nice cushies. And uh, they were spaced close together, not quite like today's seats. However, uh, what they were, they were very comfortable. The movie screen for us seemed to be a good size, filling the room with color and action at that time. So, Tom, the cost of a movie back in 1960, 69 cents. Wow. Yeah. That's a cheap date. Yep. That's what you are. <laughs> and in 1965, it jumped to a dollar one. Wow. And then in 66, a dollar nine. These are weird prices, but anyway, 1967, a dollar 20. In 68, a dollar 31. And in 69, it was a dollar 42. So, of course, not only the cost of the movie made it fun, but as you come into the theater, you could smell the aroma of fresh popcorn. Oh, yeah. And there was candy, candy, candy. <laughs> And I know you're going to ask me, what was the cost of a box of popcorn back in the day? What was the cost of a box of popcorn? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> How about 25 cents for either popcorn or some of the candy? And, of course, they had a great selection. Oh, and what was your favorite? What did you like? I, I really liked the Boston baked beans. Oh, wow, that's unusual. Or the Juju, Juju, uh, yeah, beads. Yeah. The, well, you don't put them gummies. around your neck. No, but no, you know. the juju gum. But those yeah. things suck to your yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, I was. had the braces then. Yeah. And it was, oh, what a, Oh, how would you do that? Yeah, I love milk duds, too. Milk. And junior mints. Yes. Oh, there's awesome. some of my favorite. Those were, those were fantastic. Hey, remember, it was a big deal to uh, go downtown on a weekend yep. to catch a show. Yep. At the Gopher Theater, there was the State Theater, the Orpheum, and the Man Theaters, just to name a few. And parking was easy, and there weren't many panhandlers back then. <laughs> and, you know, Craig, there was a really unique theater that I absolutely loved. I'm sure everybody loved in St. Louis Park. Uh, it was one of my all-time favorites, and I'm sure yours, the Cooper Cinema. Loved it. And this theater had a huge screen, and uh, it would seem like three screens all in one. It was state-of-the-art, wonderful movies like Ice Station Zebra, and Rock Hudson with Rock Hudson and Ernest Bordenine and Jim Brown in, the, in that movie. So great. with the three screens, remember it was called Cinerama. Cinerama, yeah. yes. And yes. there weren't many in the in the United States, so we were privileged to have one right in our area. Along with one of our favorite movies that was debuted at the Cooper Cinerama, it was called How the West Was Won. Oh, and I think we both can attest that yeah. that is one of our absolute favorite movies. Yep. It had Jimmy Stewart and Debbie Reynolds. You know, you know Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. There you we know. go. Yeah. 
And also, another movie that hit this big screen was 2001, A Space Odyssey. Now, oh. these movies, among others, were, of course, they were very long, like two and a half, three hours. So yeah. you got to go to the intermission. And in the middle of the movie, they would pause music, and the music would play out in the uh, auditorium uh, intermission area. And then you'd get popcorn and candy and spend a lot of money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, with this new theater, what do you think was the dress attire for it? How about suits for the oh, yeah. guys? Right. Ties, ties for the guys, too. And for the girls, dressing up as well. It was really a fancy place. And, you know, Craig, I that's actually where I took my my wife. I was going to say my first wife, but she's been my wife for over 50 years now. Or your current my wife. Current, that, thank you, that's better. Yeah. Not my first wife. Well, it is my first wife, but she's oh, also boy. my current Let wife. me take over here. <laughs> I got to get Tom out of this. Okay, thank you. Okay, we took a look at the big screen. So let's step outside to the drive-in movies. A big draw, because a lot of them usually were double features, and the cost was inexpensive. Great outing for the whole family. If you were in high school, you probably had a few people in the car. And then you had a few more buddies in the trunk, so you wouldn't have to pay for everybody. Um, famous drive-ins that we all frequented around here. Starlight, oh, yeah. the 100 Twin, the Man, France Avenue, Hilltop, Lucky Twin, 65 High, 7 High, and then the Colonial Drive-In. Oh, that's where I went, the Colonial Drive-In. And, you know, we're talking about entertainment. I need to one mention one of my favorite places. It's not a theater but it's a playhouse, uh, okay. the old log theater. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Fantastic place that had great productions, and one of my favorites was the Odd Couple. There, it was great. Do you know I never went there? Oh, I never went there. I, I, I know I missed out, but that was a little high culture for me. <laughs> okay, we're going to look at Academy Award-winning pictures and nominees, and. One thing I've got to remind everybody about the award ceremony, the previous year's movies, the award ceremony is always held the following year. So for our first year, which is 1960, the award ceremony was actually held on April 17th, 1961. So hopefully that makes sense to everybody. Maybe I didn't need to explain it, but I just thought I'd throw it out there anyway. So... We are going to start with our winners for the decades of the 60s. In 1960, a real variety of movies. Uh, the nominees included John, a John Wayne production of The Alamo. Richard Widmark was in that one. Loaded with Hollywood heavyweights. Yep, that was a good Elmer one. Gentry uh, was also uh, nominated with Burt Lancaster, who, by the way, won the Best Actor, Actor Award. Better Butterfield 8 with Elizabeth Taylor, who won the Best Actress Award, and The Apartment, starring Jackie Jack Lemon and uh, Shirley MacLaine and Fred McMurray. And the winner is The Apartment. It's about a Manhattan insurance agent, and he's a clerk that tries to rise in his company by letting all the executives use his apartment. But complications set in with romance of his own. So it sounds very 
Kind of complicated. I'm glad they won the award. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> okay. That's off to them. <laughs> hey, in 1961, there was a real variety to it. Uh, nominations include a, a uh, all-star cast at Judgment at Nuremberg. An outstanding war movie was The Guns of Navarone. Good one. Oh, this is one of my favorites. It's The Hustler with Paul Newman, one of my favorite acting roles at that time. Uh, he received a, a nominee there, Paul Newman. And uh, Jackie Gleason. He was Remember minute. Jackie Gleason? Mm. How sweet it is. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. That's right. And he was Minnesota Fats. Right. And Piper Laurie was nominated also for uh, Best Actress. And George C. Scott. All these people in this movie were all nominated uh, as Best Actors or Actresses, Supportings, etc. And uh, not but least, not but least, La uh, West Side Story which was in it and was nominated for a fantastic musical as well. And the winner is West Side Story. Fantastic movie. And George Shakaris wins for Best Supporting Actor role in this movie. Sophia Loren won Best Actress in Two Women. Rita Marino won for Best Actress in West Side Story. Maximilian Schell got Best Actor for Judgment at Nuremberg. Breakfast at Tiffany's was not up for a Best Picture nomination, but Audrey Hepburn was nominated for Best Actress. Best Musical Song from the same movie was Moon River. Remember Andy, that one by Andy Williams? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and Breakfast at Tiffany's was, was just a fantastic movie. I got a copy of it, and I, I love it. Another nominated actress that did not win but played an exceptional role was Natalie Wood. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Sure. For Splendor in the Grass. Yep. And another popular movie was Babes in Toyland, a nomination for Best Costume Design. All right. We're already up to 1962, so nominations include The Longest Day, which was the events of D-Day told on a, quite a grand scale, The Music Man with 76 trombones. trombones. Go ahead, sing it. No, Tom. I can't. Okay. A classic mutiny on the bounty, which went back to 1787. Here's another great one, To Kill a Mockingbird. And that gave Gregory Peck a Best Oscar Award. Also, there was an intermission movie, one of the famous intermission movies, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, great movie. And the winner was, is, Lawrence of Arabia. David Lean won the Best Director of this film, Anne Bancroft won the Best Actress in The Miracle Worker. Remember that? Yep. And Patty Duke, she won the Best Supporting Actress in the same film. Henry Mancini won the Best Song for The Days, Days of, of Wine, Wine and Roses. Beautiful song. I think I'm out of tune. 63. We had a couple movies I've not heard of and some that were outstanding. America, America, about a young Greek who stops at nothing to secure passage to America. Then, Cleopatra, starring Elizabeth Taylor. The movie Tom Jones, I never saw it. Not the singer, but the movie was Tom Jones. One of our favorites, How the West Was Won. The story covering decades during the expansion in the 19th century. Had the gold rush and Civil War and railroads. Again, starring Jimmy Stewart, Debbie Reynolds, John Wayne, Gregory Peck, Henry Fonda, and many more. 
So, another movie where we had a good intermission. Plenty of time to go get popcorn during love the intermission. Love it, love yep. it, And the winner of the Academy Award is Tom Jones. I don't remember that one either. Yep, drawn a blank. And also won Best Director on that one. Oh, another one, uh, Craig, I just got done seeing uh, a while back, was HUD in 1963 uh it won several nominations including paul newman uh winner of the best supporting actor melvin douglas and the best actress winner patricia neal i think paul newman won yeah uh, oscar, oscar too moving to 1964 the best pictures included beckett a biography of thomas beckett Another one would be Dr. Strangelove, an insane American general that orders a bombing attack on the Soviet Union, triggering a path of nuclear destruction. Okay, another movie, My Fair Lady, which capsulizes Professor, Pro, <laughs> Professor Henry Higgins. Higgins. Back in 1910 England, he agrees to a wager that he can make a crude flower girl, Eliza Doolittle, presentable in high society. And Rex Harrison and Audrey Hepburn also were in that movie. Mary Poppins was another movie back then. Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke, star in The Wonderful Music. And, of course, their best song was Chim Chim Marie. So, great one. That one, yeah. best musical score. And Zorba the Greek was a great movie about an uptight English writer traveling to Crete to meet the great Alexis Zorba. And the winner of the Best Picture in 1964, My Fair Lady. Rex Harrison was the Best Actor, and Best Actress is Julie Andrews in Mary Poppins. Here in 1965, the nominees included Darling, a beautiful but abnormal model sleeps her way to the top of London's fashion height in the swinging 60s. Dr. Zhivago the life of a Russian physician and poet that falls in love with a political activist's wife and experiences hardship during World War I. The winner of the cinematography and Best Actress was Julie Christie in that movie. And the next Ship of Fools. Ship of Fools of a varied group of passengers aboards a ship for a pre-World War II Germany. Okay, how about this movie? Sounds like our classic Cooper. A Thousand <laughs> Clowns, another nominee. And the final nominee, The Sound of Music. Who can forget the young novice was sent by our covenant in the 1930s to Austria to become a governess to seven children of a widowed naval officer. Well, we know the rest of the story. The winner of Best Picture is... The Sound of Music. You can still see it oh, yeah. all on the, the time hills. on TV, main TV. Yeah, uh, and true. Tom, it was 172 minutes long. Wow. So we had plenty of time at that intermission for popcorn and candy. <laughs> Our the, favorite. And the best actor that year was Lee Marvin in Cat Baloo. Oh, he did a great job in right. that one. I love that. And best actress was Shelley Winters in A Patch of Blue. So that's it for 65. Okay, let's go on to 1966. 66 gave us a variety of drama movies, including Alfie. What's, What's it about, about Alfie? Alfie? Ladies' Man, 
uh, gradually begins to understand the consequences of his lifestyle. How about the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. <laughs> Without hostile intent, the Soviet submarine runs aground off New England. Men are sent for a boat. However, local uh, villagers go into a tizzy. A Man for All Seasons, good movie. Yeah. Uh, the story of Thomas More, who stood up to King Henry VIII and uh, rejected the Catholic Church to obtain a divorce and remarry. Paul Schofield uh, uh, received the Best Actor Award in that one. Okay, how about this one? The Sand Pebbles. Oh, great movie. Starring Steve McQueen. He received a Best Oscar nomination. It's about a U.S. naval engineer in 1926 on a gunboat, a rescue mission over China, and it was a great movie. And another one that gave Elizabeth Taylor a Best Actress Oscar and Richard Burton an Oscar nomination was Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? It's Who's about a, Afraid of yeah, Virginia Woolf? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it's about a bitter couple with the help of alcohol used their young house guests to fuel anguish and emotional pain toward each other. That was different. Boy, something light. Yeah. I did not see it. Yeah, I, oh, okay, anyway, Tom. Uh, and the winner of the 1966 <laughs> Oscar picture is A Man for All Seasons. Three well-known songs were nominated, uh, not from that movie, but were nominated. Born Free, which won the Best Song Award. Uh, Alfie and Georgie Girl. Remember Georgie Girl? Oh, yeah. That was nominated, Great. too, Yeah, during that year. Hey, 1967, there was quite a variety of movies starring with Bonnie and Clyde. Aboard waitress Bonnie Parker falls in love with an ex-con named Clyde Burrow. Together, they start a crime spree nationwide. All right. Another one. In the heat of the night, a black Philadelphia police detective is mistakenly suspected of murder while passing through a hostile Mississippi town and later being cleared is asked by police to turn around and help solve the case, and he does reluctantly accept. How about Dr. Doolittle? Oh, yeah. After the animal communicating veterinarian goes for far for his clientele, he and his friend head to sea in search of the great pink snail. Have you found the I have not. pink snail? No. I, I give up looking for that. Okay. How about the graduate? A delusion college grad finds himself torn between his older lover and her young daughter. Uh, Best Oscar nomination, Dustin Hoffman. Best Actress nominee, Anne Bancroft. And Best Supporting Actress nominee, Catherine Ross. How about that? Hey, you know the single, the soundtrack on this, baby? Yep. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel's A Real Classic, Mrs. Robinson, Scarborough Fair, and The Sounds of Silence and, and others. They made a lot of... Uh money off of that movie oh, i would say yeah how about this one guess who's coming to dinner couples attitudes are changed when their daughter introduces african-american fiance starring spencer tracy and katherine hepburn and the best picture for 1967 in the heat of the night yes sir how about 1968 it was a real variety nominees include funny girl the Life of Fanny Bryce, a successful comedian and entertainer in the early 1900s, rises to fame as a Ziegfeld girl. Great movie, 
uh, Oscar nominee Barbara Streisand and Omar Sharif and, and great great music in that one. It was. And A Lion in the Winter mm-hmm. is another movie. In 1183 A.D., King Henry II had three sons that wanted to inherit the throne, but he would not commit to any. So he allows his imprisoned wife out for a visit, and they plot to force him into a decision. Hmm, an imprisoned wife. Yeah, really. Imagine that. Yep. Oliver Twist, one of our favorites, after being sold to a mortician, a young Oliver Twist runs away, meets a group of pickpockets, an elderly mentor in London in the 1830s. Great musical, and it's got a lot of great all-time favorites, and the musical score was absolutely fantastic. Just just terrific. I remember when yep. we were in high school, we had that, that musical there, That's too. right. Uh, Rachel, Rachel, produced by Paul Newman. Now, Rachel is a lonely school teacher who lives with her mother when a man from the big city comes and asks her out, and she starts thinking about what she wants to do. Joanne Woodward, by the way, received the Best uh, Actress nomination, and Estelle Parsons, earning a Best Supporting Actress nomination. This was produced by Paul Newman. Romeo and Juliet, when two young members of feuding families meet, Forbidden love ensures, and uh, this isn't the Hatfield and Nichols. <laughs> no, we, we kind of know how this <laughs> one ends. So, Tom, the winner of the Best Picture in 68 was the wonderful music Oliver Twist. Man, what a great, yep. great musical. So I'm going to close out the decades now in the 60s with the 69 nominees, nominees for Best Picture. They are Anne of a Thousand Days. Biography of King Henry VIII of England. He disregards one wife who has failed to produce a male heir in favor of a beautiful Anne. Mm. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I love this movie. A true story of the famous outlaws, members of the Wild Bunch, starring Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Oh, I know you know this one. It's called Z. I don't know that one either. I have no it's, idea what It's that based is. on the real uh, event life of the assassination of one of the most honorable Greek politicians. Oh, another one. Here you go. True Grit. Awesome. A, a stubborn teenager tracks down her father's killer, John Wayne. Can you give me that John Wayne imitation? Well, thank you for the award. Okay. He received an Oscar nomination. He received an Oscar. Right. As Rooster Cogborn. In that right. One. That was a good movie. Uh, Midnight Cowboy. This is a good one. An unlikely friendship between two hustlers, uh, a naive sex worker, and an alleged, and an ailing con man. Hello, Dolly. Yes, a matchmaker, Dolly Levi, travels to Yonkers to arrange a marriage for a known half-millionaire. Louis Armstrong had a song, didn't he? Hello, Dolly? Yeah, yeah. Hello, Dolly. This is Louis Dolly. Yep. Okay, best best actress was Maggie Smith for the prime of Miss Jean Brody, which which is a good movie too. You bet. And the winner of the best picture of '69, Midnight Cowboy, and also nominated for best actor was John Voight and Dustin Hoffman in Midnight Cowboy. Both of them. Yeah. Yep. But our buddy John Wayne got the Oscar. That's right. So, those are the Oscars of the '60s decade, and although there are many that we have as in their own right our winners you probably have your own favorites as listeners so 
we respect that. And if you want to send us a list or keep us uh, updated, that'd be great. And, you know, there are so many varieties of musicals, Craig. Uh, yep. Suspense, Westerns, Elvis movies. Remember those? Yes, I Beetle do. Beatle movies, um, Alfred Hitchcock movies like Psycho and the Birds, um, Disney movies, and many more of our favorites. Uh, let us know what your favorite is. It's a wonderful decade of great entertainment, and uh, we just love these movies. If you've got a favorite and favorite memories of going to the movies and that type of thing, send them in. We'd love to hear from you. That's right. And the email address is living in the 60s at myyahoo.com. One more time, living in the 60s at myyahoo.com. Many more will be coming up. Until then, here's looking at you, kid. <laughs>